Media day was yesterday, and I have the biggest takeaways for you to know. Zion Williamson is bought in. There are big changes behind the scenes, and it is time to win. No more excuses. Let's break it all down in today's episode of Lockdown Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Tuesday, day after the Pelicans Media Day. We got a lot for you this week, so make sure you are subscribed to Pelicans wherever you as well on youtube you can see the full videos that i have the interviews i have with zion williamson dyson daniels cj mccollum brandon ingram and trey murphy did it together we also have herb jones antonio daniels and more on there so we got a lot of content for you here on Locked On Pelicans, a lot to talk about this week, and today we're going to look at the three biggest takeaways from Media Day for the New Orleans Pelicans. I have the three biggest storylines. We'll also look at more now next week, this week, as training camp gets underway for this team. So it's an exciting time to be a Pelicans fan as the season is definitely upon us now. So if you want to support Locked On Pelicans, get some of the access that you saw with everything, then... Subscribe and make sure you become an everydayer so you never miss an episode. And also join the Locked On Pelicans Insiders group over at Subchecks. The link is down in the description below. I shared some insights, some secret things in there yesterday. It's going to be the best way to interact with me. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We are here Monday through Friday, the number one Pelicans podcast coming to y'all like nobody else is. For your second listen today, go check out Locked on Saints. Ross Jackson was actually there at Media Day with me yesterday, being a producer extraordinaire, helping me out. His show is so good, I just want to be like Ross. Got some tips from him yesterday, too, which will make things a little bit better. So make sure Locked on Saints is your second listen. So let's get into it. The biggest takeaways from Media Day. And as I said in yesterday's show, kind of previewing Media Day and what we are kind of expecting and wanted to see, Zion's the biggest story. Zion is the biggest story and will always be the biggest story when it comes to this team. This team can be good and make the playoffs without him. There's enough talent there. But if you want to be a true contender or just go you know, win in the first round, you're going to need Zion Williamson. So as long as he's healthy, being himself, you can win games. And he is bought in. He's bought in. There are definite differences here. Go watch the full interview I have with him over at YouTube if you haven't yet, but we'll play a clip of that here in it, in this show for you. But the biggest takeaway is he's, he's bought in. He spent all summer here in a way that he never has before. And listen to what he says kind of about the changes in everything in this clip that I'm going to play right now for you. Um, just learning even more about my body. Uh, where improvement was needed and just continuing continuing to work on it not just making it an off-season thing but continuing it into the season and just further building my relationship with the Pelicans as well and knowing letting them know that I do trust them he wants to learn more about his body not just in 
for an off-season thing, but for the future, make it a regular season thing too. He wants to kind of really build on his relationship with the Pelicans. This is not someone that wants to be gone from the team in any capacity. And even in his media availability, when he just spoke to the media at large, he said, quote, New Orleans is home. It's home for me. It's a little upsetting. I have to sit up all the time and tell people New Orleans is home, end quote. There seems to be like a sense of he wants to be here. There really seems to be that kind of sense that he is happy to be here. He wants to be here. And when you look at all of the things that he said, you know, one of the things that jumped up out to me was him talking about how David Griffin, Trajan Langdon, Swin Cash have had his back. They all are there for him. He had, from a PR perspective, from like just a media perspective, a rough offseason, right? Kind of in the spotlight for a lot of the reasons you don't want to be in the spotlight for. And he's kind of openly struggled about some of the mental struggle, open, openly talked about some of the mental struggles that he's had with some of that. So I think he realizes this team is here for him. They want the best for him. They're looking out you know, for his best interests. And I think that's gotten him to just kind of realize this is a good spot for him, that he can be successful here. And they're not, you know, it's about trust, right? And building on that, you know, I'll play another clip from the interview here where he even says, you know, they, they listened, they made changes. David Griffin, um, Trajan Langdon all spoke about how, you know, some of the changes they made this offseason were really because they listened to players and wanted to add those things the players could kind of ask for, that it came out from conversations with them. This is good. This is building a relationship, building trust with the team. David Griffin, and we'll get into this more in the next segment because I do think that is so important and something that I have repeatedly said. It's not just about you doing things the right way. It's also you getting the buy-in from the players, even if you have to do things differently and not in a way that you particularly want to do. But Zion seems to like have a level of trust with this organization that I don't know if we've ever seen from him before and that gets me excited for where this is going to go that does mean that when there is adversity and you're trying to kind of figure out what to do he's going to agree with the team and follow the plan and everyone's going to be on the same page when that hasn't always been the case i'll say this you know just kind of his general demeanor seemed a little bit more business-like than it has in the past as well And this, you know, I I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. I think it's probably, if anything, a good thing. You know, he's always kind of been like the happy-go-lucky guy, right? He's got a very magnetic smile. He's great with quotes. He's smiling. He's happy. When you saw him in his media availability to the media at large, he was kind of serious. Even talking with me in that interview, you can see that he is very serious and just kind of business-like, like a person on a mission here. And I like that. I like that. A lot, and that gets me excited for what he potentially is going to do this year. This does not seem to be the Zion of old. And we've heard David Griffin say, you know, he this was the first offseason that Zion Williamson kind of gave that high level of commitment. You know, CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Jonas Valanciunas, they've had people that they pay to help them get ready for upcoming seasons. And this was not, it's not the first season that Zion Williamson did this. He did this last off season too, and he was in great shape coming into the season, but I think he's added more people and worked with them even more this off season. You know, maybe that has something to do with him 
becoming a father and you can see he's very excited about his daughter upcoming. He said in his media availability, you know, she's not even here yet and it's already changed me. I like that he, you know, there's just a level of maturity, seriousness with him that we haven't seen before. And that gets me excited, makes me hopeful for what we're going to see during the season that when things get tough, he's going to have kind of the right support system in place around him to be able to handle that adversity, stay out there on the court, and hopefully lead this team to a lot of wins. In the interview with me, he said the ultimate goal is win a championship. That's a successful season. That's what we want to hear from him. I think that's a very big thing for him to say. And, you know, I don't think he's going to outright come out and say, like, yeah, I was immature. I wasn't doing things well. You know, I think the way he's been answering these questions, the things that he's showing you that he has done is his way of kind of taking accountability and acknowledging all of that without just saying directly saying some of the things that he wants to, you know, that he probably should be saying, but it's just not going to happen that way. But overall, the biggest takeaway is this is a very different Zion Williamson. He didn't want to say Zion 2.0, Zion 3.0. He likes to refer to himself as just Zion. But this is him kind of leveling up in a sense, I think. So as a Pelicans fan, you should be really excited about that. If you're a fan of another team and watching today's show, be worried. Because Zion, when he's like that, very, very good player. So coming up next... Another big takeaway is, yes, while this team is running back the same roster, they are operating things very, very differently and in a very positive way, I think. That's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Ibotta. It's football season and basketball season, too. So that means pizza, wings, maybe even some buffalo chicken dip. Whatever you prefer at your tailgate, go all out and get cash back on every purchase with Ibotta. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. So you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. The average Ibotta user earns $100 per year and that could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Or you could use that cash back to buy the flight you've been that game you've been dying to go to. Pell's games are going to be a lot of fun this year or that fancy dinner that you've been craving. And other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, like on the Pelicans jersey patch, by the way, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or even gift cards. And you can use Ibotta with hundreds of online brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. So download the Ibotta app, use code LOCK to start earning real cash back. Just go to the App Store or the Google Play Store, download the free Ibotta app and use code LOCK. That's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, in Google Play or the App Store and use code LOCKED. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We are the number one Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. We've got all of the interviews there. I got to edit one or two more by the time I'm recording this. Trey Murphy and B.I. got a little wild with me. Can't put all of that in there, but they were a lot of fun. Maybe I'll put some of that in the Locked On Pelicans Insider subtext group. They were having a lot of fun, very candid. I absolutely loved to see that from them. They were very relaxed. So please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. And if you want to support the channel, become every day or and listen Monday through Friday because look no shortage of things to talk about after media day and we'll get into more of this in the next couple of days here really want to look at the offense a little bit more more about you know what the expectations are with the luxury tax things like that we're going to touch on all of that today but I want to do a little bit more in depth with all of that 
So one of the things I had said in Monday's show, kind of talking about what we want to see here from this team is, you know, specifically some of the changes and why they made some of these changes and how they're going about some of these changes. You know, the big ones were the changes to the medical staff. And let's start there. You know, why did you make those changes? Where did that come from? And that actually surprised me. I'll be honest, this was something that very much surprised me, and I appreciated the honesty from Trajan Langdon, the general manager, and David Griffin, the vice executive vice president of basketball operations. He had said, both of them basically said, that at the end of the season during exit interviews with the players, the players expressed a want, a desire for some changes. Not necessarily big changes, but some changes. So they listened to the players, and they did that. That's where, you know... Move kind of moving on essentially from Aaron Nelson comes from. That's why bringing in Amy Atmore was a big time change for the team as well. All of those things are from a result of them talking with the players. And in the interview I had with Zion, he even said as much. And what I like about that is it's really trying to build a very strong relationship with the players on this team. They give you important feedback like that and you don't listen to it. How much do they think you're really trusting their opinion? How much do they think their opinion matters? It does, They'd feel terrible about it. But by doing this, you show them the value that like you're just listening and you're willing to make the changes. David Griffin mentioned that, you know, it's kind of about being humble and saying, okay, we realize this isn't working. We don't think we're kind of we're above the players and their opinions and their thoughts. This is exactly how you need to be running this team right now when there's been some at times discontent. And it's why a big part of the reason why I think you're seeing Zion bought in more so than any other year. From when I talked to Brandon Ingram, he seems really excited about this season. Now, that'll get into another thing that we'll talk about in this segment with James Borrego and the offense. But this is why I've said you got to listen to local shows like mine. The national media isn't going to talk about this. They're not going to look at this and they won't see this as a very big deal. And that's why I think a lot of national media is down on the Pelicans. Trajan Langdon even said it at Media Day. You know, no one's really talking about this team. They're kind of flying under the radar. And they like that. He likes that. So they're flying under the radar because it looks like it's just kind of business as usual here in New Orleans. But it's very, very far from that, in my opinion. They're not even close to that right now because those are significant changes. You know, they haven't had a physical therapist on staff. So they brought in Amy Atmore to do that and to head up rehabilitation. That's out, you know, from players kind of expressing that. Okay. That's going to get players to buy in a little bit more. It's also going to get players to use the Pelicans people a little bit more, maybe than their own people, which maybe just leads to more kind of harmony and more buy-in. And David Griffin had even said, you know, while there won't be wholesale changes and they're largely going to operate kind of as the same way they have before, the same philosophy they have before in terms of like how you pro handle like injuries and things like that in the rehabilitation plan, there's going to be more of a dialogue around it rather than maybe one person or two people kind of being the decision makers. There's going to be five or more, you know, I think he called it like three headed dragon or five headed dragon or whatever. And the player's input will matter more when it comes to their bodies. I think that's a really strong way to send a message to them. So they all seem very excited and complimentary of all of the changes there. And again, hearing Zion say, you know, it's about building his relationship with the team. 
This clearly has done something in some capacity. The other big change is James Borrego. Everyone talked about him and everyone was very, very excited about what he is going to bring to the team. I don't have the clip from my interview right now with Brandon Ingram, but go watch that when it gets on YouTube. But Brandon Ingram has already spoken with James Borrego and he was probably, you know, said that I'm going to have the ball a lot and is essentially going to be the point guard for the team. Brandon Ingram at the end of last season, he's singly in high level facilitating too, basically being that point forward and running the offense for the team ball in his hands attacking and creating for others that way you heard it in my interview with Dyson Daniels too that's how BI plays that's how that's something that Dyson Daniels kind of wants to learn a little bit more of and BI excelled at that at the end of last season if he can carry that kind of form over look out league because BI then still could hit I think another gear and that's going to be what we want to see from him in the final i'm trying to pull up the numbers here because it's going slow bi had a t- an 11 where, where are the numbers a 10 assist game that was his first triple double right against charlotte in his final 14 games bi averaged 28.6 points per game 8.1 8.1 assists <laughs> and 6.6 rebounds he had an 11 assist game a 10 assist game an 11 assist game and a 12 assist nope those are free throws i'm looking at the wrong thing where did those numbers just go a 10 assist game a 13 assist game a 10 assist game and a 13 assist game in there along with eight nine really really strong numbers in his facilitating he can be really good And I think you're seeing the changes with Borrego are going to let him kind of have the reins to the offense. CJ McCollum work more off ball. And by doing this, it's going to hopefully generate free CJ up to be more of a catch and shoot guy. And Trajan Langdon said, Willie Green said, everyone on this team is is a fairly strong catch and shoot three point guy. And they're going to try and generate a lot of those looks to increase the three point shot attempts. Move off ball, let Brandon Ingram kind of get into some space through a lot of pick and rolls. You'll see that with with Zion Williamson. And I think that's the type of thing that's going to just charge up this offense a little bit and make them tougher to stop. I told you when we looked at this that if you just had three points to their per game total, through, whether it's through changing shot selection or just making more shots, you go from the 24th ranked offense to the second best offense in the league. With this medical staff, with Borrego coming in I do think you're going to see something really start to work on Borrego and I want to talk about this more in another show and this came from Willie Green right you know he mentioned that they didn't really have an offensive identity they have a defensive identity that works with whoever is on the floor but they need to develop a consistent identity on offense good point five the mentality is not an identity it's a mentality And then Willie Green said on assistant coach James Borrego, he comes to the game with a lens that we needed, that I needed. Thank you. They're recognizing where there's opportunities to make changes and they're going out and they are doing it. It's not business as usual. They're not running it back with the same roster. There are significant changes to this team that feels like they're going to be big deals for them over the course of the season. So coming up, I have one more final takeaway for you. And I think you're going to like this one. It's time to win. Like, no more excuses. It's just simply time to win if you're the New Orleans Pelicans. And that means a couple of different things. We'll talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday, the number one Pelicans podcast, breaking down everything you want to know. 
Please support the channel by commenting down below on YouTube. Become an everydayer. Listen Monday through Friday. Helps keep the show free in five days a week for y'all. If you want to interact more with me, we've got the Locked On Pelicans Insiders Group. It's on subtext. It does have a fee of $4.99 per month. But there is a 14-day free trial. This is a great two-week period to sign up for it. Give it a shot. If you like it, wonderful. If you don't, that's okay too. If you have questions, you can message me directly there. I text you right back. It's right to your phone. You'll see it come from a 504 number. I dropped at 6.30 p.m. a little bit of info on the City Edition jerseys there. I got more info on that today. Can't tell you everything, but I can drop a nugget or two in there. And also gave you a lot of my thoughts that, you know, sharing kind of off the record and other things in this group. So it's a lot of fun. It's your way to interact directly with me. Sign up. 14 days free. If you don't like it, that's okay. Show is free in five days a week and nothing's going to change about that here on Locked On Pelicans. So final biggest thing. Final biggest thing. The biggest takeaway I have from Media Day is... There's no more excuses and everyone gets it. Everyone gets it. The word results came up a lot. The word results came up a lot. They know they need to win. David Griffin particularly spoke about it and said, look, if things go the way we think we're going to do, we feel the results will you know, show that we are a good team. We have a good team here. But if they don't, we need to be ready to address that too. And that means probably big changes this offseason, if that's the case. Look, they were first in the West in December. They're a good team. There's a very talented team here. They're making these littler tweaks that should just kind of push them over the edge along with hopefully good health, and that's going to make things just better. They shouldn't have had as bad of an offense as they did even without Zion Williamson. Okay, bring in James Borrego, and that kind of fixes itself a little bit. So they feel really good about where they could be, but they understand that Nothing else matters other than winning. You know, one of the things that I, I asked every player about was the team chemistry. It seems very, very high. They all really like each other, but it doesn't matter. And here's what Antonio Daniels had to say about that as I was talking to him and Herb Jones. The crazy thing is we have talked, me and Joe will talk constantly about how well this team gets along off the floor. But truth be told, no one cares until they start winning. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when we talk about, oh, my gosh, they, they get along so well, everybody's like, so what? But then when they start winning, then that's a reflection of how well they get along off the floor. You know, like these guys legitimately love being around each other. And it is awesome. I played on teams before where it wasn't like that. When practice was over, and everybody went their own way. These guys legitimately love being around each other. And it's, it's awesome to cover. You know, you need to absolutely have your 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 – you know, the, the, the schedule, the win-loss record. It's not even the win-loss record. It's just you need to have a winning season and go far into the playoffs or at least the second round. It's time. It's time. On ESPN Radio 100.3 with Gus Kattengill, he was talking to Larry Nance Jr. Larry Nance Jr. said his expectations is home court advantage in the first round. Top four seed. Everyone knows they need to win because there is enough talent here and it's time to just put all of these other excuses aside. Make the changes that they need to make. You know, they do feel this is a prove-it year, something that I have been saying, something that many people have been saying, and they know it too. They need to prove it because at the end of the day, that's what you're supposed to do in the NBA. You have wonderful team chemistry. 
Great. Who cares if you don't win games? A bunch of likable guys on the roster? Who cares if you don't win games, right? It's like the Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross speech with Alec Baldwin, right? Oh, you're a good father? Okay, go home to your kids. You don't belong here kind of thing. That's what this was. There was some blunt truthfulness to all of it, and I appreciate that. They're not going to try and sell you as much on process anymore. They're going to say it needs to result in wins. That's why they said there's no mandate to avoid the luxury tax. If you've got to pay the luxury tax with this roster to win games, they'll do it. Now, there's limits on that, and they even said, you know, whether we pay the luxury tax or not might depend on what our record is, but you get the indication of if they're good, they will pay and they will go for it. That's what you want to hear if you're a Pelicans fan. Not, oh, we need to build, we need to do this, it needs to take time. No, all that's out the window. They need to figure it out and they go forward with it or not. You know, you had 10 games last season of Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, and Zion Williamson. You know, we'll do another show on this of like, is that your big three going forward? And Trajan Langdon said, we don't really know what we have necessarily. But it also doesn't matter because they're all talented and this team should be winning games. So figure it out. Zion said, win a championship. Antonio Daniel said, you've got to win games. That's what everybody is here to be doing. They haven't done enough of that under, you know, over the last four years, five years. This is year five for Zion. So four years. It's a bit of a make or break, prove it fifth year. They know this. Does that add pressure? Not sure. Does it mean there's a kind of an intensity there? Yeah, I think so. And they all know they've got to do their jobs and take it very seriously, including Zion Williamson. So my takeaways are Zion is bought in and wants to win and wants to help. And there are big changes behind the scenes, even if the team won't refer to them as big changes behind the scenes, that I think are going to do a wonderful job of helping them achieve those end goals. The end goals are win. Win and prove it and show it to the fans. David Griffin said, we sell a lot of tickets. We do a really good job with all of that, but we don't. Ha- we have a low no-show rate because, frankly, we haven't won enough to justify people showing up. They want to do this right for the city of New Orleans. They want to win. They want to be proud of the product out there on the court, and it feels like they're on a bit of a mission to prove it this year. I love that. Anything that gives you more energy, effort, a chip on your shoulder, we can use all of the cliches here. This is the level of seriousness that there should be. CJ McCollum in my interview with him kind of talked about that. Zion Williamson wasn't like the happy-go-lucky self like he always is. Kind of definitely seems more driven, more business-like. Good. You haven't necessarily deserved the ability to have like all of the fun. Have some fun. Like each other. Enjoy it. Certainly. Don't be miserable. But at the end of the day, you got a job to do. And this team definitely recognizes that. That gets me excited for the start of the season. And I hope you're excited for the start of the season, too, as Locked On Pelicans is here Monday through Friday, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Become an everydayer, support the channel that way, and by commenting, of course, join the Locked On Pelicans Insider subtext where you can interact with me directly. And that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with y'all tomorrow to talk more about the offense and other things we learned from Media Day.